All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Shardbreaker podcast, episode 9. We went through chapters 35 through 39 this week. I am Midnight, uh, the host of this podcast, and I'm here with Darkness. Hello. And Mythic. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> it's going to be probably like February by the time this episode actually comes out on like Spotify and stuff, but it's New Year for us literally today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Yay. Let's- <laughs> Yay! So things are starting to really get into uh, the thick of things here in the book, so we're going to go straight oh, yeah. into it. <laughs> I take my yay back. You take your yay back? <laughs> so, yeah, so we start off with Vivenna, who is tied up and gagged in a dark room, and she notices Vasher standing on a balcony, uh, and he moves over to her, pulling her head up by her hair uh, and stating that he still isn't sure if he's going to kill her. Uh, Vasher then cuts her hands free and grabs Nightblood uh, and throws it on the ground. And as Vivenna wishes she had fled back to Idris a while ago, Vasher unclasps Nightblood's sheath and a wisp of black smoke curls up from the blade, causing Vivenna to feel a strange nausea. Vasher then drags the sword over to Vivenna and tells her to pick it up Uh, She feels nausea again as she reaches toward the sword, but Vasher insists she picks it up. And then she gets to hear Nightblood speak to her, who says, Hello, would you like to kill someone today? Uh, And so, yeah, my first question is, do you think this is how Nightblood normally greets people? When there's been obviously lots of people who have picked him up throughout this book so far. Is this how he always (laughs) greets people? (laughs) Absolutely not. No, you don't Uh, think so? I mean, I feel like he might. I mean, it could be a split second thing, so... And depending on their choice telepathically. Were you going to say something? Go ahead, Darkness. I just, I don't think, I think, well, you know, my my view on Vivetta and uh, her possibly getting Nightblood. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm more headed in that direction. So you think he, he thinks he just likes her? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like it could be that way, but I feel like the whole fact of uh, Vivenna not wanting to touch the sword originally mm-hmm. kind of shows there's a different side than, you know, like it's not like he just she's going to touch it and immediately lose all of her breath or whatever, you know, whatever it was that he does, you know, end up killing herself. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I don't know. So. Well, I was thinking more of like Vasher trying to see if the sword would accept her sort of thing. Yeah, so we, we'll we'll get into that in a second, but he basically, uh, after she kind of like drops Nightblood and, and she like retches and cries in a corner, he like kind of seems like surprised. He's like, oh, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't kill her either. Because I mean, we, we've seen in the past that when he's thrown Nightblood at people and they touch him, some like when uh the servants in Mercy Star's palace, some people run away and some people uh decide that they want to start taking the sword and murdering people with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's what I'm saying, Lucas. I think as soon as they pick it up and telepathically hear the voice and then think to themselves, "Yeah, I want to murder you know such and such. I want to murder the person you know Vasher who's standing right in front maybe, of me." Maybe that's what they mean by like not pure of heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you think this means that Vivenna's pure of heart because she does not like Nightblood? 
I mean, I already knew she was pure of heart. <laughs> I mean, her last chapter with uh with Parlin and the whole like you've always been mean to me kind of thing. I mean, she probably doesn't. Parlin doesn't really think she's necessarily pure of heart. And she doesn't. She was like contemplating her life before Vasher kidnapped her. Well, I mean, we'll find, we'll find out what he thinks in a couple of chapters. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I think we find out what he thinks of this chapter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I yeah. forgot it was the first one. Yes, yeah, yeah. first chapter. Uh, so yeah, uh, then drops Nightblood. Redshift cries and huddles in a corner. Vasher clasps Nightblood's sheath again and throws a towel over her puke. Uh, Vasher then states they're in the slums and no one will hear her if she screams, except for him, who's going to be annoyed. Um, Vasher then gags her, ties her hands, and brings her to a new room where he ties her hands to a doorknob. And then he leaves. I believe he says he has like work to do that, like because of her. And he leaves her alone uh, after telling her he'll kill her if she tries to run. Uh, and so yeah, but she cries for about an hour and contemplates how Denth had feared Vasher and that rescue seemed unlikely. She then thinks back to what her tutors taught her about what to do if kidnapped. She was taught to try to flee early as they will starve and beat her, and that death is prefer- preferable to staying a hostage. So yeah, any any thoughts on the blunt tutoring that Vivenna got regarding being kidnapped? To be fair, it's not like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it honestly like, makes sense. Right? It's very, I'm kind of curious what age they taught her that, because I'm like, that would fuck you up if you're like a young kid and they're telling you that. They would have yeah, I mean, very early, though. Yeah, you would. They would have to, yeah. Just it's kind of a fucked up situation, but yeah, I guess if you're a princess, it's like yeah, people are gonna hold you hostage, and you need to like just not. They, we can't let people like hold the whole country hostage because of one person. Mm-hmm. So it's just like hmm? like escape or die, die trying, you know? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like <laughs> yeah, a quick death is preferable to a long drawn out one, or them like mm-hmm. having to like. Potentially, like, your dad giving in or something to them. Um, but yeah, so Vivenna tries to wiggle her hands out of the ropes, uh, but they just cut into her skin. She then slowly works her gag free that so, she, so that she can try to command the ropes to untie themselves with awakening. And after a couple attempts, Vivenna is able to get the ropes to obey her, and she quickly unties her ankles before running out of the house and into the street. Uh, and then we time skip a bit as Vivenna wanders aimlessly unsure where she is and she keeps the rope in uh i think she says like a hidden pocket in her skirt because she doesn't know how to reclaim the breasts within the the rope i think she may know at one point that she's like i should have been told how to do this but i don't remember what if she eats the rope i don't know mm. if eating the rope would give you the breasts back <laughs> i don't think that's how that works <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> it would have been funny if she tried it, though. I think then she would just have breath-infused poop later that she would have to try and get the breath back from. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be awkward carrying your feces around. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> it, does make me, it does make me wonder, though, of not the feces thing, but the, the taking breath back thing. Mm-hmm. If, like, if Vasher decided to immune something with breath, could a better awakener uh, possibly take that breath from that object? I don't know. Or is it know. simply for just the awakener? That that's what I was. That's what I was wondering too. Because if you could do that, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> you could I mean, give then. Because we're back on the same topic of like she could just 
put one breath into, you know, multiple objects and then hand them to people and they could just take it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as, as far as we know, like, the whole thing with the breaths is you can't take them forcefully. And I'm assuming if, mm-hmm. like, you're awakening objects and people could just take your breath from awakened objects, that would be... Like, you wouldn't ever awaken things then. Like, if you're Here's fighting thing, another right? awakener... You say you can't take them forcibly, okay? But I'm pretty sure... Especially later, it, somebody tries to take it forcefully. Well, I mean, you can try and like torture people into doing it, but like they have to specifically say the words to like give you. Yes, breath. but so, they like, still can be forced to do it. I'm just saying, like you can't, you can't take breath yeah. from people. They have yeah, to. Yeah, you give can't it just you. remove it. Yeah, you can't yeah. just steal breath out of somebody. And so, as far as we know about the magic system, I don't think you could take someone else could take your breath from an awakened object. But the thing is, we're talking about like. Inanimate, like, like not like alive objects. You but know? yeah, but what I was I was gonna go into there is like, say you like like Vasher, how he uses like his cloak to like make his hands or like his pants to make his legs stronger. I feel like if then you fight another awakener, like why you wouldn't want to do that stuff because then they could just touch your pants and take the breath from them. So I feel like that wouldn't. I don't feel like that's a thing, and we haven't seen that that's a thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it would it would put a whole new element on it. <laughs> they're they're fighting and they're just like slapping each other's cloaks. Or they're just taking each other's breath from each other, you know, until one... They're essentially kissing. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. You're really shipping that uh, Vasher and Vivenna, ain't you? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm sure Vasher's probably, like... Supposed to be like his thirties or forties or something. So? I've seen seen so many different age gaps. Honestly... I mean, Susan Bronson is fifties, I guess technically. Even though he ate, well, he ages 50s? slower. Well, he's fifty years. He's fifty <laughs> yeah. years old. They say. Yeah, but fifties. I don't know. This man looks like he's in twenties. Yeah, he looks like he's in his twenties because they age slower. Yep. Or just actually, I think he just probably stopped aging when he hit maturity, like the returned gods, probably. Yeah. Um. God, I, it, they would. They would have to like force me to give my breath away if I was a god. <laughs> I had so much fun with it. Um, but anyways, going back to the story. Yeah, going back uh, to the Yeah, so she's carrying the rope around with her because she doesn't know how to get the breath back. Uh, after a while, she recognizes a statue that had been noted for directions to get to a restaurant she had visited previously. And she eventually mm-hmm. finds the safe house and goes into the cellar to seek a place to hide. Uh, and yeah, she makes sure that she doesn't hit the broken steps. And she notes that there are some small game carcasses hung on the walls. Uh, and she thinks oh, yeah. people have been there recently because of that. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, they must have been here recently. Some of these look uh, new, fresher. And then she rounds the stairs and sees Parlin, arms tied behind his back, ankles bound to the legs of a chair, dead. And suddenly a hand lands on her shoulder and Tonk falls she, she recognizes the stuff first, though. She no, recognizes she recognizes the she recognizes she? after. Yeah, it's Parlin first, then Tonk Fa, and then she notices that it oh, isn't game okay. animals on the wall, but a dead parrot, monkey, and a large lizard that had been sliced, cut, and tortured. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've learned okay. what his next pet was, a large lizard! Yay, no one guessed it! <laughs> yeah, but apparently it doesn't matter because it was dead. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah, technically, gotta... you didn't guess his next one. Uh, yeah. So right, yeah, so I've okay. got a few questions because this is like... You finally go from like, okay, she's escaped being kidnapped, great, she found a safe house, awesome, she's gonna find her group. Oh no, Parlin's dead, and they're all evil. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, what were your thir- first thoughts when you read that Parlin was dead? Uh, Go ahead, Darkness. So, up to what point? Like, literally when you found like, out Literally when you dead. read it, like, you, you, like, she, she's like, oh shit, Parlin's tied up to this chair. He's dead. Like, what the yeah. fuck was your was your reaction? I was like, oh fuck, what happened? I, I didn't know. I didn't know who killed him, right? Because I, I, I assumed okay. Vasher. You assumed Vasher, oh. Mythic. Yep, I assumed Vasher because he said he had to do some things or whatever, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so he got here before her, murdered him, and maybe she'll find the other bodies of all the other people. I didn't yeah. even think of Vasher. Then, then. <laughs> yeah, because you're so hell bent on Vasher. Yeah. And I, I, I don't okay. think I put it into my notes, but we find out in one of the later chapters that also his cheeks have been sliced open. Like, yep. he's been, like, uh, yeah, tortured. Yeah. Wasn't that, I thought that was this chapter. No, it's one of the other chapters she thinks uh, back on it, where she's, like, uh, keeps him seeing Parlin dead on that chair, and his cheeks sliced open so you can see the inside of his mouth. Yeah. I do like, remember that. that was you see, a... It's because the thing, when I read that, I was like, fuck no, and I just started fucking speed reading all of it. <laughs> yeah so it was like as soon as i saw it, it was like revving my engine just fucking going through it all yeah so a lot of people say that these the technically the sander launch happens later i would say this chapter is pretty much the start of like oh shit nothing is what you thought it was <laughs> mm. Like this is a huge revelation. So, like, so what you're saying thing. is, so what you're saying is, we're gonna get to a point where it's gonna be Susabron's actually a really bad guy, and his priests are actually the good people. Uh, Light Song is actually, you know, not stupid enough, and he's gonna like show up in the court and be like, "You're all dumb. I'm gonna, I'm the leader now, and we're gonna go to war." Uh, actually, she she had all these the uh, all the words, but I stole them from. Uh, what if what if yeah, he's actually like, manipulating Blush Weaver into getting exactly. all the fucking? Oh my god! Yeah, and he's gonna steal them all from her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and then my... Blush Weaver's actually peaceful oh. though. Mm-hmm. So one of my uh, other questions for this section was. Are you surprised to find Tonkfa's pets tortured and dead? I think at one point you guys said like he accidentally kills yes. them. Uh, but are you surprised that he tortures that, them? Like he's yeah, obviously no, some sort of psychopath torture. who's like yeah. re- he's like super fucked up. <laughs> oh yeah, I, uh, I I'll be right back. Well, darkness is Okay, I expected them dead, but I didn't expect them tortured. Tortured like hanging on the wall. Yeah, he's just, like. So I think you yeah, said, I, when you said he they dead, you said like, oh, he doesn't know his own strength and he accidentally does something, but uh, it's... Uh, he seems like he knows his own strength and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows so. exactly what he's doing and he's obviously done a very similar thing to Parlin here. Poor, poor, poor. As, poor as soon as she recognized the animals, that's when my anxiety spiked and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like... Yeah, because you said you it. thought... Yeah, because you were like, I don't know what happened and then you're like, oh no, the animals and Tonkfa is suddenly there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, well, they're they're all gonna fucking kill her too, you know. Yeah, so I guess uh, we'll, uh, I'll ask you the next question first. I'll while we wait for Mythicus. How has your opinion of Tonkfa changed with this new information? <laughs> I literally hate them all. I hate them all. All of them. I I I was so angry and upset that I literally wanted to stop reading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Because <laughs> you guys loved Death, especially. And, like, the whole group. I um, think out of all of it, I was more upset that, like... <laughs> that, uh, what's his name? I don't We're not there yet, but, like, that Claude got put, put into this mess. <laughs> yeah, because you, you had said that... Was it you that said, or Mythic that said you thought it might be our steel, Claude? Um, Mythic had that idea, but I just have, like, that, like, uh, emotional connection with Claude. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna be like, if it was, like, their friend, do you think he was also like them? Or do you think he'd be, like, horrified to know what they're doing with him, if that is him? I think he, I think he would be horrified, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, like, who would want to be used like that? Because we've had in previous chapters, remember, where Denth has said that he, I think he said he used, because Van's like, oh, you're a good man. He's like, no, I'm not. I used to be, but I'm not. Yeah, I remember that specifically when I saw, like, everything that was happening right here. He told her multiple times, I'm not a good person. (laughs) People don't trust mercenaries. That's so annoying, because that's logic I would use, just to fucking betray someone, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we gotta wait for Mythic to come back, and I'll ask him the question about Tonkpa in a second, but... Yeah, he it also was... Said he has a lot to say for, uh, Clock, by the way. Oh. Okie dokie, I'm back. Alright. <laughs> uh, I had a lot to say on this, too, by the way. Yeah, so what What do you... What's your opinion... Has your opinion of, uh, Tonkpa changed with all this, uh, new information uh, about him? <laughs> yes and no. Um, so when Tonkpa was saying about the bad guy thing that you just, just touched on, I was actually going to say that, but unfortunately I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, but like, um, I, I, I picked up that something was amiss because the first thing that kind of tipped me off was he said that, um, second, what, what's his name? Arsteel mm-hmm. uh, couldn't have de- been defeated by Vasher. And then I'm not a good man. Kind of started pushing me into this, like, maybe that he's, um, he does. He didn't like him, and he tried to blame Vasher. Mm. And maybe Vasher and Arsteel actually had like a alliance against them at some point, and you know they figured it out. They killed Arsteel, tried to kill Vasher, couldn't. Um, and then the other thing that I thought about was that uh, the reason he doesn't like uh, Nightblood is because he had once took hold of Nightblood and realized that you know it was doing whatever, and he doesn't like it because it's, he knows what's going to happen to him if he touches it again. Yeah, like you think maybe like he's not pure of heart and it will take hold of yeah. him and make him like the other people who have all like killed yeah. people and killed themselves with Nightblood. Yeah. And that, and that kind of goes into that whole thing of where I said I think it's Arsteel is Claude uh, because I feel like maybe Jules actually liked Arsteel. Mm. Wanted Arsteel to stay around so got somebody to reanimate him uh, Denth and Tonkfa don't really like Arsteel, so they're saying things like, you know, you know, th- that's why they don't treat Claude as like a fellow, you know, person anymore, because uh, they're they're no longer they don't like they didn't like him in the first place, kind of idea. <clears throat> I was thinking, what if they killed him? You know, like that's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think I think Denth killed Arsteel. Yeah. At least at, the, at this point, sense. I definitely it definitely feels like that might be a high possibility. I see, I see. Because I mean, what's the best way to do it would be to if you're telling the person, you know, basically their her savior is actually Vasher, 
if that's what their theory is that you know uh vasher's still out there vasher might come and try to save her because he knows who we are the best way to do it would be to plant the seed that vasher's actually the bad guy and so easy way to do it oh well we had a you know buddy named arsteel and you know vasher killed him even though they killed him and you know she's gonna believe them because there's only one side of the story mm-hmm. i wish she would have asked vasher while he was there that would have I mean, he wasn't really into giving her information. He didn't really True. trust her I either. I think she should have asked. <laughs> and death being a, a bad guy, right? Hmm? What mm-hmm. kind of makes sense for the theory that I had where he's the one that followed Vasher into that one place? Yeah. And yeah. killed those guards, yeah. Oh, yeah. You th- yeah, you thought he followed uh, Vasher into Mercy Star's palace. <clears throat> yeah. It, 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 it does state that he leaves every so often, too. In one of the chapters, it did say that he had left. He'd left and hadn't been back for a bit or something. Yeah, I think the day that they um, like uh, knocked over that carriage, and, like broke the horse's mm-hmm. leg, and like set fire to the one building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel and... like that was that far away from that either. That scenario when Vasher went in there. It might so. not have been. I don't remember the exact timeline where that mm-hmm. was, but it, yeah, it may, it may have been potentially the same night. Do not remember. I'd have to look back for that. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, she runs into Tongfa, realizes what's happening, and she quickly tries to run out of the cellar and away from Tongfa, but she runs into Denth. Uh, he states that what he hates the most about being a mercenary is that everyone assumes they can't trust you, and they really can't. And Tongfa states that they do what they're paid to do. Denth then asks why she ran away, and Jules and Claude also show up, uh, I believe like at the top of the stairs. So, yeah, so they, they're saying they, they're, they do what they're paid to do. So, do you think Denth and his crew are working for someone else? Are they actually yes. mercenaries? And if so, who? Hmm. Well, to be fair, they do seem to take their, like, you know, uh, like, money over, like, anything else. Sort of, like, you know, gotta do it for the job sort of, like, mindset. Mm-hmm. Seriously. So I'm I'm guessing yeah, there's like someone who's paying them like hell of a lot of money or like yeah. something they really want in order to like you know. Yeah, because I mean, Vivena has noted in the past that Lamex yeah. wasn't paying them that much. She thought yeah, it was because they're doing a, it because a, they believed in it and like they're good people. But uh... mm-hmm. I have a big brain theory, but mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be true. Uh, fuck, what's it? Blush Weaver. I think it's Blush Weaver. You think Blush Weaver's paying them? Yeah, uh, just the the thought that kind of occurred to me was she made the comment to her sister to Siri that about a prin- another princess being in the uh, city. Yeah, and it didn't seem like it seemed like other people might have known that, but it, she seemed much more confident about knowing mm. it to some se- some some semblance, and so it makes me feel like maybe she actually has like a thing about it and maybe um those tunnel systems maybe he goes in through those tunnel systems you know to meet with her like Denth does because mm. she did make the comment that like she didn't connect her tunnels to other people's too she said so. she did not connect to them. yeah she didn't yeah yeah so i was thinking this is another like <laughs> like out of like the the way probably i left uh, Probably nowhere with your right, but you. What's that one priest name? 
the one that has the Trelides thing? Oh, uh, Vera Trelides is Dent's yeah, other name. Trelides yeah. is the other guy. There's Trelides, no, who is like... the hot, one of uh, Sue Sabron, I think yeah. the head priest of Sue Sabron, and then there's Vara Trelides, who is the other name for Dent. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like thinking about like what if they're connected, you know? Possibly. Cause... I think at one point said they were the same person. Same person. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, what if they're connected? Because, ah, oh, fuck, I, I don't know if I want to say it because it, it comes, it gets brought up in the light, the light song chapter. I mean, we can wait on the oh, light yeah, song chapter. Oh yeah, true, kind of, yeah. Okay, let me just say that I think they're connected in some way. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll come back <laughs> to it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, so Denth, uh then goes into saying how kidnapping is better if the subject never knows that they've been kidnapped. Denth mm-hmm. also states that they poisoned the mechs and that someone which, with so much breath can't die from sickness. Dents says that Parlin's death was an accident and asks what made her suspect them and that Parlin had insisted not to know where she had gone. He also mentions that there have been agents of her father's around when she entered the city. That's so, what I was... Yeah, we're going to get into the, the agents oh, of the city damn. in a minute, but did you, first of all, did you ever catch on to the fact that someone with the amount of breath Lamex had couldn't get sick? So I do believe Dent at some point in the past brings that up to Vivenna that she will, won't get sick because of all the breath she has. Mm-hmm. I mean, we also know that, like, you know, well, I guess technically it's never stated to the, about the gods uh, because of their breasts, they don't get sick. It's just they're gods, they don't get sick. So, I mean, but I, yeah, I do feel like you're right. I feel like Dent did at some point say that. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there was a little clue there. Like, Lamex yeah. couldn't have died the way he died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they poisoned him. Mm-hmm. Um,. And then, yeah, does... but did he, he, why didn't he, like, I guess he wouldn't have known then, maybe? Pardon? Hmm. Well, like, why didn't he like, say something? Yeah, why didn't he say anything to her? Uh, I feel like it's, like, one of those, like, poisons maybe that is, like, know. leaves you, like, delirious and stuff, so. Yeah, maybe he, he was pretty know. fucking out of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was apparently smart enough to give his breath to, you know, not them. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably wanting him to, potentially. Well, yeah, apparently later they do. That's the that's the other part that I got confused about. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, also, does learning that Vivenna's father actually sent men out to Helandrin to look for Vivenna change your views on her father at all? Because there was the whole thing <laughs> that we went into previously where it was no. like, he hasn't sent anyone, he doesn't care. But he's been sending people. He's been trying to, like, yeah. figure out what the fuck is happening with Vivenna and, like, what's hap- going on. He's been sending, like, t- a bunch of people out. Yeah, it's sli- it slightly changed my opinion of her father. I still don't like him. But I know you still have a lot of issues with him, but I feel yeah. like it like, is a yeah. redeeming quality here that we learned that he wasn't yeah. just like, until, well, both my daughters Until something now. comes up, exactly. <laughs> until something comes up that it, like, nullifies the reason he actually sent Siri there. Like, if he had a actual, actual strategic <laughs> thing for it, not just, oh, my sister, or my daughter, uh, Vivenna, should, would be better suited here, and, and I'll let my troubled daughter to, you know, go uh Mary Susabron. Yeah. Like <clears throat> unless uh, there's a like concrete reason other than just basically it seeming like, you know, you're just trying to get rid of your trouble daughter. I think that's the only real thing that I have a problem with on on him yes. anymore. He's definitely but played like, favorites, but yeah. it does seem like he yeah. and I mean he has agents in the city. It does seem like he possibly would have been keeping an eye on Siri through his like Lamex and other people. But mm-hmm. like I mean, Lamex is dead, so I I mean originally before Lamex got killed, like I'm assuming he's had people in the city 
which is like why Venna wanted to connect with them too. We're like going to keep mm-hmm. an eye out on what was happening once he sent originally Venna and then Siri there. So like he had some some stuff in place, but he still played favorites, which is not yeah. not a great Maybe. quality. But yeah, it definitely made me second guess because when he said that there, he's taking out his, her father's agents, I was like, oh shit, he actually is sending people. That yeah. makes more sense. Like, why are they just weren't there? Yeah, I think they mention. Uh, I think actually the next thing after this, they they mention how like these two bodies must have been fresher. Like, there's mm-hmm. I think two two bags, two two bodies here, and so like, yeah. but they've not been here for like a long time because the place would like stink and be yeah, what disgusting. A stunk, yeah. So like, who knows? Like, she's been here for like a couple months. Like, who knows how many people they've killed to keep uh them from finding Vivenna. Mm-hmm. It still and it also goes on my theory that they set up the whole slumlord thing. Um, yeah. you know, uh, my opinion for like that one dude, yeah. the one that rules the other kingdom. Um, <laughs> I didn't really like look into him when I found out like that he was like you know sending people. Like I didn't like think much of it. Mm-hmm. I thought more like that kingdom's a fucking show. Like, if none of the men they sent, or, like, none of the people they sent could even, like, get to her at any point, then that speaks a lot about their power, you know what I mean? Dent yeah. than them? Yeah. I mean, we, we've, Dent is apparently very good. Yeah, we've learned so. a lot that Dent is, like, very good. And that there's, like, I mean, we don't know if it was all Dent doing it. Like, they have jewels, they have Tongfa. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been shown to hire bandits and thieves for all these other jobs they've been doing. They might as well just win the war themselves. You know? <laughs> Pretty much. That's why it makes me feel like they. Uh, it might be uh, Flush Weaver. Yeah, I mean, Mythic so thinks that they're on, on the war's happening. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't be that hard for her to be like, hey, priest, uh, go talk to this specific person. Or, go, you know. Get me the best then, mercenary in the city. Yep, exactly. She's got contacts. She, I mean, she even says she has contacts. She tells people she has contacts. She's like, I've got people. She stated that numerous times. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she stated that numerous times. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's when actually Vivana notices the large sacks with the foot hanging out. Her father had sent people to recover her, but Denton and his crew had killed them before they contacted her. Uh, and then Vivana tries to awaken Tonkfa's cloak, but Dent slaps a hand over her mouth before she can finish a command. As he's holding her, Dent noses the blood on Vivenna's wrists and realizes she hadn't run from him. So he's like, uh, "Oh shit, we also, killed Parlin for nothing." Fashion I have something else in my yeah. I have, a, I have something else in my notes, by the way. Yep. Um, Dent, when he was questioning her about uh, like where did who who contacted and all that stuff, he asked specifically, "What did you tell the Slumlords about me?" Oh, did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I was like, like, "Oh, so." he's scared of these slumlords now like something he did to them or that you know they know him because it started pointing to me the fact that like they weren't there she was there talking to these people then shows up later all of a sudden mm-hmm. so yeah, i put that in my notes too oh yeah he does say yeah who did you kind of what did you tell the slum i must have skipped over that sentence there mm-hmm. why did you tell the slumlords about me so obviously yeah he's been in contact with the slumlords and something's something's changed they're obviously said something to him or done something or avoiding him yep yeah, this is important princess <laughs> yeah so i'm assuming he must have gone to them being like 
did she come to you guys? Where did she go? Like, did she go to the Idrians? Yeah. When he was when they were looking for her, but yeah, so they uh yeah, Denth realizes that they probably killed Parlin for no reason. Parlin was not involved because she got kidnapped by Vasher, and he's like, oh fuck, we could have kept this going for a while. So one of my main questions was, what do you think would have happened if they had realized from the start that Basher had kidnapped her? What, uh, when do you think that uh, we would have found out about their true natures? Way later, probably when she's like, you know, done whatever they need, because her plan isn't really set in stone yet. That you know, for us to know. Yeah, I feel so bad for Parlin though. Right when he was starting to get character development, they killed him off. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I it kind of ruined the ship that I had because I was hoping that, you know, I didn't really care enough for Vivenna to be with him. I But I think that it seemed, the way they were setting it up, it seemed a lot like Jules kind of needed. Well, Jules uh, obviously Parlin didn't and, care. She was happy to let Tom torture not. and kill him. So yeah, well, she obviously say, didn't like, give a fuck about him. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about like him before. Like it seemed like, while she didn't seem like she liked him that much, it still seemed like, you know, I feel like she kind of needed it, like somebody there that wasn't just an asshole, you know, or t in her eyes, an asshole to her. Mm -hmm. um, like, I felt like, and I definitely felt like Parlin definitely needed it, but I mean, definitely didn't need to be tortured. No. Poor puppy. They put him down like Lassie. No! <laughs> no! Poor Parlin. Yeah, Dr. Should you have any thoughts about, uh, what would have happened if they had realized that Vasher had kidnapped her instead of assuming she had learned things and run off? They probably would have used that to like make him seem like even more of a bad guy, you know? Oh yeah, I mean he doesn't really come off as a good guy during their interaction there. But then again, if he knows about Dent and all their true nature, and he's seen her hanging around with them, he probably doesn't have that great of an opinion of her. Yeah, and I mean. I mean, she knows he could have killed her if he wanted to, so... I mean, he said he was still contemplating it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I still haven't decided. Stay here, I got shit I need to do. Either way, I don't think either one of them, like, either group wants to, like, kill her. So... Yeah, yeah they want her for something. One of them wants to keep him hostage, and then the other one also wants to keep him hostage, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so then we go into Denth then tries to make Vivenna give him her breath, but instead she looks at Claude and states, Howl of the Sun, attack Denth, Howl of the Sun. Uh, so, yeah, she had she'd stored that little command, and, mm -hmm. yeah, Claude goes and attacks Denth, who uh, has to struggle with him, and angrily shouts at Jules that she let Vivenna hear the security phrase, and Jules' foot breaks through one of the broken steps, and Vivenna is able to rush out of the cellar, latches it shut behind her, and then goes out onto the street. Hold on. So, you remember when uh, they covered her mouth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They said that, like, they, I don't know, I think they noticed something about, like, the breath still leaving her regardless. And yeah, so she has started giving a command, and the her breath does go into Tonkfa's cloak, and I believe something yep. something turns gray. So she lost those breaths. Those breaths are never... The dress? I think the dress lost, lost color. Yeah, so so she has breasts now in Tonkfa's cloak that she does not know how to recover, just like the rope. Which pisses me off, by the way. <laughs> like, that's a waste of breath. But, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, if he uses that same cloak and she just gives a command, he's kind of bugged. Yeah, I don't know if she can, like, now give it a command or if she has to take them back and then reuse them. I'm not really sure how it works when you kind of fuck it up like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, cool. Anyway. Cloak around. <laughs> around her. Anyways. Did you say my thing? It's like a... Uh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Darkness. No, forget it. It was just a joke. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Okay. I was going to say, uh, it, I found it very interesting because Dent tells her, or was basically trying to force her to say the words to give somebody breath. Um, and I'm wondering why he didn't just do that when she was stating it in general, that she was just going to give the breath away. Right. This woman like, had no idea what it meant to give her breath away. So she, she even offered given it away. Yeah. She could have just given it away. Like, I feel like in all honesty, it another one of those like, you know, uh, red string bulletin board things. Um, the theories, uh, I feel like they want to give the breaths to Jules because she is a drab. Um, in some way, I thought they they mentioned how they they like her being a drab because she's like able to like sneak they around did. without being noticed but by the. Light they also stuff. lied about. They also lied about a lot of things. So. That's true. Ah, I can't. And, and we find out. Say. Yeah, and we find out later that I mean, you might I might say what you're about to say, anyways. But they find out later that uh, technically somehow she notices later that she didn't notice them show up. Yeah. So like, they obviously know how to do this. They're awakeners. Maybe you know they lied about it. They could easily make it look like she's a drab again. So yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Vivenna herself figures out how to basically make yes. herself a drab and yeah, do that later. later. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. her, which is exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, she they they she figured out how they how you kind of like sneak around while having breath at the same time, which is probably also how Vasher does it a lot of the time. Because <laughs> he also, although he's not good at sneaking, he's like getting into people's palaces and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, there are ways to hide that you have a fuck ton of breath. Um, I yeah. do find it funny. I do find it funny when she's running away. Jules scrambles or falls and scrambles up the stairs. I was like, man, you're a real good uh, mercenary over here. You really know how know your things. I think she's just surprised and like Dent is yelling at her and she's like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yep. Just. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yep. So yeah, so then chapter 36, uh, we're with Siri and Sue Sabran. Much light, more lighthearted chapter after that. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, Sue Sabran is sitting on the floor with pillows behind his back, and Siri is on the bed. And Sue Sabran is insisting he won't leave Siri, and states he isn't even sure how to get an heir, as Siri won't explain it to him. Uh, and also, he cannot give away his breath uh, due to him not having a <clears> tongue. <throat> Uh, he states that he won't suddenly decide to kill himself, especially now that he's finally discovering how to write and also has discovered Siri. Very flirty chapter. Kinda. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when he asked her to grow her hair. Yeah. I was like, dude. They're, they're very flirty. <laughs> you, don't wanna, you, don't know what, you don't know what flirting is, but you're doing it. He's trying. Um, but yeah, so Siri notes that she still doesn't understand why Seuss Brown is so loyal to his priests. Uh, and Siri mm. tries to explain what being flirtatious is. Uh, before growing her hair long and red as requested by Sue Sabron. Uh, she then tries yeah. to give him a seductive look, but ends up laughing. Um, and Sue Sabron notes he knows the word seductress and thinks uh, of a story about an evil queen trying to tempt a young prince, and he thinks it's about food, <laughs> trying to tempt him with food. And then Sue gives like a really yeah. sarcastic response, and he's like, oh, it's I, not I guess food, is it? it's not It's not about <laughs> food. <laughs> His only thought was, oh, she must be offering him food. <laughs> God damn it, Sue Sabron. Um I mean he's a child. <laughs> in, in in like mind at least. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, so Seuss Braun then says he doesn't understand things well, and Siri says, Seuss Braun understands her better than anyone, as everyone else wanted her to be like Vivenna. Seuss Braun notes that Vivenna oh, sounds very uh, boring. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, I also note that um, technically she start, she's starting to call him nicknames and shit, like Seb. Yeah, oh, did she call him Seb there? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like, good introduction. Interpretation there, Seb. Yeah, completely so she has, right. Like, and then he says she wasn't offered food, was she? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, I, I like that. It is. It's They're a very adorable. adorable. I love them. Yep. <laughs> They're adorable. probably gonna die. Huh? Huh? They're probably gonna die. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um. Now here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. And once again, I do not want this to happen. I really don't think it's gonna happen. What do you think would happen later in the chapter if, for some reason? Somebody happens to kill Siri as Susabron is now kind of liking her. Maybe he'll gain his, like, I don't know, grow a tongue all of a sudden. Um, you gonna be pissed? Or, yeah, or learn how to use, like, awakening, awakener powers without a tongue. I mean, it would be very interesting to see. Wasn't that, like, supposed to be, like, never mind, forget it. I was uh, gonna say, wasn't what? that supposed to be, like, Part of his like. You're supposed to be able to do wordless commands, yeah, I think, but he mm -hmm. doesn't know how to. Okay, yeah, you got that out of my brain because I couldn't word it correctly. I was like, yeah, he's not, uh, he's not, he, yeah, he's not, uh, he's not versed in stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they like specifically him kept him away from learning how to be awakener. Yeah, because you know that exact same scenario that I was just talking about. Yeah. Um. Like, he is a very power. He would be a very powerful awakener. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then, Susan says he doesn't understand things. Uh, we went to that. Yeah. He says Venice sounds boring, and Susan yeah. says that Siri is colorful on the inside and more honest than Biochroma. And after a bit, Siri's mm -hmm. stomach grumbles, and Susan learns that growing her hair makes her hungry. He's like, "Wait, but I've been asking you to do this like every fucking night. What do you mean it makes you hungry?" <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. He's, he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. That's not okay." And so, yeah, he gets. Um, he goes to get food. She's really hesitant about it. It's yeah, so... he, he has to mess up his outfit and hair, which he doesn't understand why. Because she's like, "You can't go out like oh. fully dressed." <laughs> I think she's like. I was actually, hmm? I was actually wondering how loud she laughed. I wish I knew, because that would like scare the fuck out of me if I was like listening in that situation. <laughs> like, why are you laughing when there's probably people still there? <laughs> well, we you know, know there's like... people just outside. Like, he opens the door and there's servants there waiting. With right? food. Well, no, they don't. They get the food within a couple I know. minutes. <laughs> I know, but it, with food, just like up the way the way, that, the way that she says it later, it it seems almost as if it's like he opens the door, says, "Hey, I want food," and they just hand him food. Yeah, no. So yeah, he opens the door, uh, asks for food, but I think he like points at like his stomach and then points for them to like, yeah, because he can't talk. And so yeah, yeah. Like, he like later, they have a table, a single chair. They don't get a chair for Siri. They're like, no, no, just for Sue Sabron. Yeah. They get a yeah, he's the one that's hungry. Yeah, so they got a table, a chair, and then a large amount of food that must have been waiting in the kitchens because of how quickly they brought it up. Yeah. So apparently they just have, like, food ready 24-7 in case that he wants something. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this feeling, like, they got awakeners in the kitchen that are just, like, you know, Beauty and the Beast style making these fucking <laughs> plates move. Cook and... yourself! <laughs> that would be yeah, amazing. Like, here, cook, a, cook an entire meal for me right now. Like, Fry God, steak! <laughs> Or, Chop or you know, like tools, like tools to build furniture and stuff. And they're like, you know, just 
Build my furniture. Assemble. Build yourself. Assemble. It's like <laughs> exactly. Ikea furniture. You just say assemble. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny as fuck, though. It would make sense. That'd be hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, so then... Uh, so yeah, they have that. Uh, because there's only one chair, Siri sets a blanket on the floor. And they basically have like, a little nice picnic on the floor. Very cute. I think Susan Brown says that it's weird to be sitting on the floor eating. It's a first date. It is their first date. <laughs> so, yeah, so they have. Um, I think he mentions how like he basically like they will like n- dab at his face with napkins. Like he's not allowed to like clean his own face, and like he's only allowed to take a couple bites of each dish, even if he likes it before they take it away. And like apparently when he was younger, before he like basically was like really insistent they don't. They used to like feed him. <laughs> like like someone feeding a toddler. And he just... I hate the fact. I hate, it. I hate the fact that they wouldn't let him finish his plate. Right? He's like, I love this thing. They're like, no, no, you've had three bites. Time for it to go. And he's like, no, oh, it's I know, my right? favorite. <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically, uh, Siri is like stuffing her face with food. Cause she's like, I could be more refined about this, but nah, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> just, to back up a, just to back up a hair. Uh, when Before he changed uh, the whole hair change thing, or maybe it was after, I don't remember exactly, but I remember there being a point where he asked, how do you do that? She says, do what? Yeah. Says, change your hair. She says, that one was unconscious. Oh, it goes she, blonde if I feel blonde, happy or yeah. content. Yeah, and he's like, you're happy then? Yeah. He's with like, me? But, yeah, and he's like, but you... He's like, but uh, oh, but you miss the mountains, don't you? She's like, yeah, but yep. sometimes like you're happy in multiple because of different things, even if they contradict yep. each other. It was very. And it's just like I would miss you too, you know. They're God, so cute. So adorable. <laughs> They're so fucking adorable. Also, I would like to bring in, uh, into attention that Vivena is currently, you know, um, working on her career as an escapist while she's having a mukbang <laughs> with the king. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's having a cute little date, and Vivena's fighting for her fucking life. I know, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, because there were timestamps on this, so like you could see when exactly what all happened? this was happening. Yeah. yeah. You could put it all together. Well, it's happening at night, and she said it was nighttime when she was like basically yeah. trapped with that. So she hasn't learned about Parlin probably yet at this point, because she learns about that in the morning. She gets there, I think, at sunrise. So yeah, she's so right like... now probably trying to awaken the rope to free herself, and Siri's having a date night. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Or she could be puking and crying while like looking at night blood potentially at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many like that's why I said I wish there was like a timestamp so you could like look at that, figure it out, put it all as a timeline. Yeah. But like I oh need someone God. to make it, one. <laughs> it, it's it's so funny because the king over here, like their father, was like, Oh, I'm gonna send Siri so that Vivena stay safe. And then it just <laughs> turns out that Siri is now the safe one. Oh, Vivenna is not. <laughs> you kind of doomed your, your children, man. <laughs> and then Fafin's just a monk. Fafin's fine. I was, was going to say she's oh, going to We don't know Falafin. anything about Fafin. First off, I want to know what happens to Fafin. Like, as far I'm as sticking we with know, I want to know what the fuck her, their brother is thinking during all this. Right? right? Where's their brother at in general? <laughs> he's supposed to be next in line to be king. He's in the army. He's going to get killed. Oh gosh, there's gonna be a war. war. He's gonna be on the front lines. Yeah, their whole family. He's gonna be the king. He's gonna be the king. He's gonna be on the front lines. Wait, what if they are in the front lines and then they just see their sisters like fighting? Oh my god. Oh yeah, the Venna over there on the other side fighting. She's like full on awakener mode and like like glowing with like freaking like tons of breath. And then there's Siri like she's like riding on Susan's shoulders or something. Yeah. 
Riding on a fucking dragon. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, no, no. A, a large, what was it, panther? Oh, the red panther? And then she's wearing like yeah, a yeah, super yeah. slutty dress. Yeah. No, oh, no. Night, Night Song would be riding on the panther. Light Song's no, on the panther, series on Sousa Bronze shoulders with oh, a really God. slutty dress on. <laughs> <I'm> pregnant. <laughs> oh, pregnant. not the oh, pregnancy! Even better. <laughs> even better. Putting pregnant women on a battlefield. 100%. Yep. Great. She's like nine months pregnant on the battlefield. <laughs> nine months? Jesus Christ. She's about to pop on the battlefield? Oh, no. <laughs> That's what breaks the war. Oh, God. Yeah, her, her water breaking breaks the war. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, oh no. Guys, we must have peace for this baby has been born in all of this strife. No, I'm gonna, I'm writing that down for D and D. No, the, the baby like yeah, the water breaks in the middle of the 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 war. The the baby comes out Everybody and the baby the baby glows, rises in the air, and says, "I am Oster, god of colors," <laughs> <laughs> in like a deep booming voice, and then everyone bows. Yeah, That's war great. broken uh, oh. bookend. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm on this on the topics of like the fact that you know things have been changing, so what we thought they were isn't really what they are. Mm-hmm. It would be a great twist if we somehow find out from Siri or Vivenna's point of view that Halandrin's not like the bad people. Maybe her actual uh, like I don't know what the fuck it, Al- Aladrin um, is actually. Idris, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Uh, Idris is actually the going bad. to Elantris, which is the next book we're reading. You keep saying Elantris instead of Idris. Know. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe they're actually the bad, like, the bad people. That's what I thought. Richard's yeah. actually going to be the bad guy all along. The brother. Mm-hmm. Richard's been doing stuff in the background. Not even the dad knows, but Richard's been working in the background to start the war this whole time. Uh-huh. He's actually I mean, the one who hired like, Denth to, like, kidnap yeah. his sister. I feel <gasps> like if any of those people were relevant right anymore like we would have already gotten some like tidbits on them nah nah it's mob you know? it's mob mob and richard oh yeah it's mad yeah mad is richard. totally yeah, yeah. anyways totally well, mad. <laughs> gone on a bit of a tangent um oh yeah so yeah so they're eating uh seuss brown describes one of the pastries which is a tink fan from pound call as something you should eat in small bites but siri siri stuffs the whole thing in her mouth i like it's like thinking of like a two-bite brownie type thing <laughs> she just shoves the whole thing in her mouth um me and... i'm 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 imagining him like trying to explain this to her like explaining it and she's just over there just i like the fact that she does it Smiles and then shoves another one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she's great. Oh. This is V so much. I love Siri. I relate to Siri so much. Uh, oh, yeah. Is this you? Oh, anyway, so after telling Siri that children who gorge themselves usually get thrown off of cliffs, whatever the fuck book that is, uh, he oh, decides yeah. to also he. He shoves a whole crisp bread into his mouth as well. So he's just like, fuck it. And just shoves, shoves a whole bread in his mouth. Join him. Because well. hmm? like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so can't beat him, join him. Yeah. So then Siri eventually moves the conversation to a more serious discussion. And she thinks that Seuss Brown should try speaking to the common people or some of the other gods. Also, I want to note here that I was wrong during the Hoid thing. 
they do not always capitalize gods. It's just been yep. 99% of the time throughout the book, but they don't do it here or a couple other times in this chapters. And I'm like, fuck, I was so sure I was onto something there. <laughs> but uh, no, apparently they, they don't always capitalize gods. I've been yeah, wrong. because God itself is always capitalized. God yeah. with a plural is usually not. But apparently it's only in certain situations, but it's been like 99% of the book so far they usually capitalize <laughs> gods. But yeah, no, I was wrong. I just wanted to, I wanted to throw that note in there. I fucked up. I need a... I, Good, because I, I have it on my notes, so... <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, I've, I've, I can admit to my mistakes. Um, <gasps> so big of you. My brain is on a, like, a, a tangent of its own, right? <laughs> and I was thinking, I need a command that's just Holy Spirit activate, you know? Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> Holy Spirit activate. Uh, Everybody has to that. But yeah, so then Susabron humors Siri and asks how he'd be able to communicate uh, with people. And Siri get, suggests giving notes to servants. But Susabron says if uh, they really can't trust the priests and they can't trust the servants who work under the priests, and Siri suggests the pawn call servants. But Susabron says that they aren't allowed to directly like like interact with him. Uh, and then Susabron suggests working with a priest and talking to them through the artisan script. And Siri asks if Susabron would want to wait, run away to Idris with her if the priests were trying to kill him. Uh -huh. Susabron says if they get to that point, he would. Uh, so do you think Susabron will actually run away if with Siri? Nah. Need be? No? You don't think you ditch him? I don't think so. I, 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 I feel like I, if she can give substantial proof, I think he, they will try. I just don't think they will succeed. I think... The other I problem think, I feel like is if you uh -huh. take Susabron to Idris... They're gonna want to slaughter him. Pretty sure, yeah. Pretty sure that's not a good plan. Like, unless you you got some like legit acting skills to be like, yeah, this man is just some random person. I know I was sent to marry the God King, but like, I just found this random man and we fell in love and now we're here. This is a different God for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's I just. It the light prisming of the white colors definitely yeah. isn't saying that he's the god king, considering the god king is yep. the only one who can do that. And, like, all of Idris is painted white. <laughs> exactly. And now it's all sparkly. Yeah, everything's <laughs> colorful, and everyone hates it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're all wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, imagine no, you've been walking into, like, an Idrin village where, like, all the houses are, like, basically, like, whitewashed, and it's just, like, suddenly rainbows everywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. The queer is invading. <laughs> Gotta turn Idris gay. Uh, <laughs> please. Anyway, as I, I was saying, um, I think they're gonna try and escape. They're gonna make it out of the, you know, court the castle thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's gonna be with that one dude's help. No one else like, yeah, I'll help you escape if you do this or whatever. Blue right? fingers? Blue fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming that's like she kinda had that conversation with blue fingers. The more we go into yeah. like Can we smuggle out <laughs> the God King? <laughs> <laughs> the more we go into like current like you know <laughs> uh chaotic stuff the less i'm interested in what's happening in the past so i remember mm -hmm. less you know yeah. but um what does it say they're gonna make it up but i don't think they're gonna go to like any other place i think they're gonna stay in the city try and revolt you know? mm. possible i mean here's the next problem right if they're if the priests aren't lying about the gods needing like breath to survive He's not going to last long. Well, I think she was wondering if, like, the extra breath he had will sustain him. But even that, though, like, if you if if you don't take any more breath, like, yeah. 
you're not gonna, you, eventually live. you would yeah eventually you would run out if if what they said is true yeah eventually you run out like i think i think susan brown would risk it i think he wouldn't care to be honest i don't know he seemed to want his life yeah, I mean, he was specifically he was saying, like, he, now that he's finally being able to communicate with, like, and read and write, like, he's excited yeah, but to actually be living. <laughs> it's going to be either their life, right, regardless, yeah. or, like, you know, risking it and being with Siri, which is, which which one would be thinking he yeah, would... Yeah, to, to be true, know, does he do... care more about Siri or does he care more about learning things? Himself? Himself? <laughs> I don't know, he's been pretty cute and flirty. Because Siri's yeah. the catalyst for everything that's been happening, so... Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's me. You know. <laughs> yeah, so that was chapter thirty-six. So we're on to chapter thirty-seven, which I didn't make too many notes on. Um, really? Like it's boring. I'll be honest. Oh. Like uh, the Vivenna being in like the streets chapters have always been like ones I like skim through the book. <gasps> I don't know why. Because, <laughs> because you're asexual. I think. <laughs> I think the whole, uh, God, I could go through this whole thing now. I mean, I'm no. happy for you guys. To, I, I do have notes, like, on it. I just, I, I didn't go into, like, probably as much. Okay, we, we can go through, through your notes. We'll probably end up yeah. touching it anyways. That's so. Um, so, yeah, we start with, uh, we're back with Vivenna, who's wandering aimlessly through the slums. And she's considering how Parlin's death is her fault as she brought him here. And she looks as back. it is. On, yeah. And she looks back on how Denth and his team had betrayed her. Uh, and she's kind of just wandering, and she she's a dead end in an alleyway. And as she turns around, there's a voice that says, "You." And Vivenna notes that the man is Idrian and was at the meeting, uh, but he's not interested in helping her. And notes that there is a no. Search. Instead, he wants to instead he wants to strip her of her clothes, including her undergarments. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> and throw her back into the streets. Yeah, but anyway, so um, yeah, he 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 doesn't want to help her, and he notes that there's a search going for her currently. Um, I think we kind of learn a little bit about who that is later, but do, do you specifically think that it was Dent's team or Vasher or someone else that was searching for her or multiple parties? I thought it was, I thought it was still the, Denth and then the guards, you know, oh, the, the, city the guards, guards from the city. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I thought it was Denth and then, but cause she does say it's like getting closer to morning or something like that, right? Yeah, I think I think it was morning when she oh, left was, yeah. the safe house. So I think yeah, it's even been during a... the full light of day. So yeah, I think she's yeah. So I think it's like midday now. So Vasher's probably also noticed she's gone. I'm assuming, which is why I was asking mm. if you think it's like Dent, that Vasher, multiple parties, other people. <laughs> Vasher's like, where'd this bitch go? <laughs> Vasher's like, I'm gonna fucking kill her. I told her if she ran, I was gonna fucking kill her. <laughs> I feel like we missed something because like, or maybe I'm thinking of the the one thing uh, where when she went to. Uh, hit the cloak and it turned gray. I thought something was a door. I thought it was at the doorknob though. Uh, I think the doorknob. I think part of her outfit or the doorknob turns gray when she does the rope when she is able. Yeah, to the yeah. Rope. yeah. That I, I had that in my notes. I didn't know where, why I had it there. Like that was interesting to me because that's kind of what. Uh, wow. I'm, Blanking Nightblood? on the name of the sword. Yeah, thank you. Nightblood? Night, that's that's kind of what Nightblood does. Well, every like, t- every time someone, which is, it's been throughout the books, but every time someone awakens something, something turns gray. Yeah. Including them as drab. Yeah, because I think there's like gray floorboards they had to replace in Mercy Star's palace and stuff. And, well, and the, the lifeless are all gray. And yeah. 
Whenever mm-hmm. you do anything with awakening, you draw color from something as well as drawing breath into it. Huh. Yes. So what you're saying is if it just awakens like literally everywhere, then their problems would be solved. <laughs> um yeah so anyways uh the man threatens her with a knife and asks for her dress because she fucking always wears really fucking expensive clothing it's coming to get you vivenna tripped you up and now people are wanting to steal your clothing from you because it's all super expensive and he's like i could feed my family with this cloth even though it's dirty yeah. uh and so yeah she eventually removes it and he's like don't don't let it drop on the ground because i don't need it dirtier than it already is and so she hands it to him, and he asks for her shift as well, but she refuses, and she kind of has, like, a breakdown here. She begins yelling, no, falls to her knees, covering her shift, and she begins, like, like just smearing refuse and mud all over her shift, and the man kind of wavers and then dashes away. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on Vivenna's uh, breakdown here? Pretty, she, she's pretty had a, she's had valid. She's a rough, like, 12 yeah, hours. Pretty valid. You just yeah. watch yeah. your possible fiancé the whatever you know like I mean, she wasn't the nicest was. to him he probably was like her best friend i don't think she really got yeah. out a lot of friends and stuff probably not but i mean seeing anybody dead like that would probably scar somebody yeah seeing your friend like that also the pe- other people who you thought were friends were the ones who did that say, yeah i was gonna say the betrayal would hit me like, yeah the betrayal well. seeing parlin dead like yeah. you also got didn't kidnapped de- just before that at one point didn't Dent at one point say something about like uh, sending him home, or was it her who said I should send him home? She, yeah, it was her. She, she says I should have sent him home. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Because she's like, it's my fault. He's dead. If I had sent him home with the rest of the no, no, no. Uh, I, me- I meant before that. I mean, oh, she yeah. previously as well said I should have sent him. Yeah. home. She's like, he doesn't really fit in like here. He's too naive. Yeah. I should have sent him home. And then I don't think he wanted to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he was here to. I mean, he said in the end of uh last episode he was like i'm here to help siri like we said i'm not here because of you yep <laughs> well he's also not here because of her now so <laughs> he's not here in general yeah. yeah i mean we don't know like parlin and siri might have also had a good relationship siri was always like out in the wilderness riding horses and stuff they might have gotten yeah. along well. she, she seemed a lot like meredith he accidentally got trampled you know oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so then after a while, it begins to rain, and Vivenna comes back to her senses a bit, and she finds a muddy shawl. I think she says it might also have been a rug, but I think she in the next chapter that she's in, she just keeps referring to it as a shawl. So I think we're assuming mm-hmm. it's a shawl. And wraps it around her shoulders. To... Hmm? Never mind, let me just Google it. Uh, and she wraps what it around... What a shawl is? Yeah. It's like, like just like a shoulder covering thing. Oh, I see. I see, yeah. Yeah, and she wraps it around her shoulders to offer some level of modesty. Uh, and her hair is... Like, Marcus, we were told not to Google, remember? I mean, Googling it's what a not... shawl is is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so her hair, which has like been bleached... It's basically, I think, been white since she's been kidnapped. And it's refusing to turn back to black. So she rubs mud and dirt into it to make it a, like a gross brown, a brown. color. And she says it like, doesn't look great. And then she realizes her breath will give her away. Because like, even though she's like dirty and gross and like in her underwear basically like she's still like radiating like an aura of color um and so she puts her breath into the shawl without any sort of command i think she does the i think she does the like my breath to you thing which then yep. tried to make her do and lament had done to her and she's like i still don't know how to get it back but at least i won't be discovered uh and then she falls to the ground with the shock of losing her breath feeling as if the entire city had become dead 
and she's now a drab, and she shuffles away, holding the shawl close to her. So, I wonder... uh, yeah, I think we oh. kind of discussed this previously, but yeah, what do you the thought of people being able to hide their breath like this within items make you think about any any thoughts or theories in regards to just the uh, book in general? I was just wondering how um, what would happen if you like ripped that shit, you know? <laughs> I don't know. What if would you destroy breath go, breath go bye bye. <laughs> You think so? If you cut it in half, does half the breath go into each part of it, or how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> also, that'd be pretty cool going undercover by just like you know <laughs> storing breaths. Like, what if you're like wearing bandanas on each of like your limbs, and then you're just like, my breath is yours, and then you know store like yeah, I think we, for whenever you need it. I think Mythic or something brought it up earlier, but like, what if uh, Jules isn't really a drab? What if she yeah. just has breath and yep. things like? Mm-hmm. Denth and Tonk Fa were able to sneak up on her. They probably put their breath into something. Because they have at least the one. I think yeah, she's, the, she's the made one. the comment. Yeah, they at least or made the comment. Do but they like, even have even more? That, they though. only keep one. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, what What if you put it in all multiple objects? Like, my my running theory here is that uh, Denth put his breath in his, like, pants or something. Or his shoes. Like and that's why does, he yeah. moves. And that's why he moves super fast. Mm, you think uh, he does like the awakening thing, like Fasher, where yeah. he like, strengthens himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was another one that I thought of about Tonkfile, but I can't remember what it was. I mean, if, they, uh, but... if they're friends, they would probably have had similar ideas mm-hmm. with how to use awakening powers. Um, and then uh, the other one that I thought about was what would happen if you put breath into a drab? Into a drab? Or not, uh, sorry, not a drab. I'm sorry, not a drab. Uh, no. What is it? The lifeless. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. That's lifeless. what I was like. If they put it in Claude, yeah, I think yeah. Darkness has like mentioned that previously. Like, if certain lifeless are, I I keep thinking that Claude is like, like Got what have they tried? Me. Yeah, I I think I think he's someone that has like what fifty breaths or whatever. Yeah, because they said in the past you had to use fifty breaths to make a light li- lifeless, mm-hmm. and then they learned how to make the one breath out of one, but they were and, less like. And then that, yeah. yeah, and then that. That's why, like, that dude is, like, always showing emotion and shit through his eyes. Mm-hmm. I think you said at one point you thought maybe, like, Returned were just, like, lifeless, but with a fuck ton of breath. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> like, the <laughs> the very expensive lifeless, you know, the, the new, not, not, not the new model, but, you know. <laughs> that you worship. I mean, lifeless yeah. don't have to eat, gods don't have to eat. No. They also don't have to. We haven't seen gods feel pain yet. Maybe a heartbreak or two. I was gonna say emotionally, maybe <laughs> they got emotional damage, but they don't have physical damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I definitely think that uh, it's a running theory that I don't think Jules is actually a drab. Hmm. So. All right, and then we get to go into light Wait. songs. Oh. Wait, oh. so what I really am interested in is the fact that they said they would have to spend another breath on Claude if he, like, got super fucked up, right? Yeah, they basically said, like, I think, like, after a while, if a lifeless takes too much damage, you have to, like, give them a new breath. Yeah, but would that just, like, instantly heal them, or... Because really if that's sh- how... Because they said, yeah, they, they just said, like, if you keep replacing muscles or keep, like, suturing them, you have to give them a new breath, so yeah. And they do say that he heals just really slowly. And, like, not so everyone can heal. So what I'm like, if that that like theory of like oh the, the gods are just like you know the expensive lifeless, if they have that like maximum amount of like breath right, mm-hmm. like 
that the maximum that, that like, large, like no i mean like all those ailments that they would have gotten or like you know like damage they could have gotten is like instantly heals because of how large the amount you know is mm. and that's why people are like more inclined to believing that they're gods interesting yeah anyway <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then we're going into Light Song's chapter, which I, I liked his little chapter here. Um, so yeah, so we start with him sitting on the edge of his bed, breathing heavily. The servants had woken him early, as he had requested. And Light Song notes that he had a dream where he had been a man on the battlefield with no weapon. Soldiers dying around him, friend after friend. He had known each one close to him. He had been seeing through the eyes of an Idrian soldier, soldier. And he thinks that the Idrians are the ones threatening them, and he need, they need to be quelled, and that they deserve it. But do you think Lysong really thinks the Idrians deserve to be killed in battle? He's kind of like... Goes into a weird little tirade there, in my opinion. In his head. He was seen through the eyes of an Idrian soldier, right? Yes. He mm -hmm. says that... He, he, he's like, oh, but Haladrian should have been, like, be fought by, like, lifeless soldiers. And he's like... No, like the boots of one of my fallen friends who had like the Idrian crest on it and stuff. He's like, I was an Idrian soldier in this dream. What if, what if he was like a really good, like, you know, sheriff slash whatever on the sheriff. Idrian side? City guard type thing? Got, yeah, got drafted into that. Like, somehow, like, you know, they made it to like. Drafted into the Alamo. Into the like the war thingy, <laughs> yeah. And then um, he, what if he like died to like a random ass panther after surviving like you know, but still being injured? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what if he strayed off while injured, and then died to that? Because he keeps seeing that that panther, the red panther that looks like it's made of glass. Yeah. What do you think, Mythic? Just, what do you think uh, about Light Song's little thing with the being an Idrian soldier in his dream and him being like kind of going on that tirade about the Idrians? Well, I mean, like I said, uh, I don't. I think it's his past, and he'll eventually figure that out. But I think it's his past uh, coming back to haunt him. Do so you think he was Idrian in the so, past? Yep. Mm -hmm. I think he was something. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what so, if? Yeah, Darkness, what you if didn't really just... answer that part of the question fully. What was it? The What did you think about like, his little thing with like, about the Idrians? Because he kind of goes into, like, the Idrians deserved it, and, like, don't, they're the ones who have, like, been threatening them, and they need to be quelled, they're rebels. I think he's, like, <laughs> a little stressed, you know, <laughs> a little... Feels like blushers been getting out. to him a little too much. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, yeah. So he hey, also, go... yeah. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's all. He also mentions how there's been recurring images, such as the glowing red panther, which Darkness mentioned, a tempest, and a young woman's face being absorbed into the darkness and eaten alive. Uh, and then he states that he saw Blushweaver, face red and flushed. He saw Larmar sleeping, and he saw the God King crying. What do you think mm -hmm. about uh, these reoccurring images and the what he saw about the three people? Oh my God, Siri dies. <laughs> you think that's why the God King's crying? Because Siri's dead. Yeah, why else would he cry? 
Uh, he found out that his priests are actual dickheads. Nah, that it. <laughs> well, actually, you know that could be a thing because you know, sort of like parental figures. You know, yeah, he seems to like his priests very much. So. I'm leaning with Siri dies. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you? Imagine if Siri becomes a lifeless. Interesting. He makes her a lifeless. I don't know if he makes her lifeless, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, what if she becomes a lifeless? You know? <clears throat> or a god. Or both, which is what I was gonna say. Because <laughs> what if she? What if she becomes that expensive one, and then you know, <laughs> evolves a little, <laughs> or whatever. Because I wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past it for Vivenna to like, you know, be like, no, my sister can give all her breath. <laughs> into oh, yeah, that would be very interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. On the <laughs> battlefield, you know. Sister Slay. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Mythic, about the, the characters there and how everything's been going? I mean, I, I like I said, I think he's. I don't know if it's. I feel like it's going to be like a sh- more of a stress thing than anything. I don't think he he's prophetic, so I feel like it's just a a dream. You know, people have weird dreams all the time. I think he's uh, stressing. That like <laughs> that just makes you think he has hella drama. I mean, uh, charming. Also, That's yeah, when you drama. think about specifically God. about the young woman's face being absorbed into the darkness and eaten alive. By the darkness. By me. Yes, by darkness. By darkness. Darkness, why are you eating this young woman's face? Yeah, can you tell <laughs> us that, please, darkness? Why are you eating a young woman's face? <laughs> she refused to give me her breath, you know? <laughs> ah, makes sense, makes sense. Do we think the young woman is the woman that he's face. been seeing previously? Or do we think I, it's someone yes. else? Yeah. I think it's the woman he's been seeing previously. I'm assuming, I, I, I assume that was kind of like how they were implying it to be. Do we have a description of that I was 100% hoping it was going to be Blush Weaver, though. Yeah, do, well, he mentions <laughs> Blush Weaver separately, which is why I, know, I don't think it is. I was hoping it would be. Do we have a description of what that woman looks like? I, uh, I forget. Yes, I believe kind the of. first time they talk about it. Do you her, remember? Uh, I can I, see if I, I can find it. Let me search my document here. Um, searching for the word dream. Dream, dream, dream. Um, no, that was the ship on fire. Dream to war. Uh, dreams disturbing. Tetley are burning. Dreamed of war again. Um Dreamed of my past wife. Do, 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 do. This is the right dying. I feel like I've missed it. What the fuck was this dream? So she'll be annoyed. <laughs> Dreamed of past drama. Uh, memories of dreams. Had a dream. Uh, search young woman. Nope. Uh. Ah, light song describes a woman. Okay, 
I didn't give the description here. What chapter is this? Chapter no. three. Chapter three. Midnight, you're supposed to be good at notes. I'm. This was like our first episode. <laughs> this is the episode you guys got mad at me so I didn't give good enough notes. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you didn't. <laughs> you, you, you didn't talk about like all the changes. And I'm then... sorry. So I think this is. Think about better all of a sudden. I think this is the yeah. end of chapter three. It looks like, based on my notes. Okay, she had inviting brown hair, red lips, three shades shy of the seventh harmonic, and a deep beauty, dark tan skin. Yeah, so she was that Adrian. Was description. I don't know. I don't think that would be Adrian. She's Adrian. Shush. I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure dark tan skin is considered Adrian, but. Also, the lipstick throws me off because. Well, he doesn't say specifically lipstick. She might just have naturally really red lips. Oh. I don't know. He just says red lips. Yeah, Three shades darkness. shy you know, of the women, seventh harmonic, whatever that means. Women can have just natural red lips. You know, they don't always wear makeup. Although if she has dark tan skin, don't you usually have like kind of more brownish tinted lips? Yeah, dark tan mm -hmm. skin more than red. So my, it's probably more likely to be lipstick then. Unless he's just saying she's like tanned, but usually white. I don't mm -hmm. really know. She got tanned in the Halandrin uh, sun. Warm. Yeah. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, Late Song the Notes is his feast day, uh, he asks yep. for urns, well, two... another child. Yep. he asks for urns, two dozen, one for each of the gods, painted after their colors, he also asks for, oh, that's for... my favorite part, yeah. he also <laughs> asks for lots of pebbles, he then gets dressed and goes off to feed on the soul of a child, is how he specifically yep. phrases it, um, yep. we then time skip to Late Song throwing pebbles into the urns, he makes one in, and then misses the next one, but a servant takes the pebble and puts it in the correct urn, and Light then song. he says, I'm very good. Yes. Light song states <laughs> that he gets the pebble in every time. <laughs> uh -huh. He's like, I'm so good. I always get it in. <laughs> uh, what follows after? She cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. And then Larimar notes that Blush Weaver is approaching. Light song notes he can show off his pebble throwing skills. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, my pebble throwing. Look at this. Uh, so yeah. So Blush Weaver so arrives. Good. And asks what Light Song is doing. Light Song doesn't answer Blush Weaver. Instead, goes on about how the gods' names should be used as oaths. Light Song will find it flattering if his was. He then notes Blush Weaver is in a bad mood, and Blush Weaver says All Mother refuses to even speak with her, let alone give her her commands. Um, I think we've kind of talked about this before, but since we haven't still haven't met All Mother, what sort of person are you expecting her to be? Uh, an old hag. I meant more personality-wise, but... <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's... Hag is a personality, but yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I think they've mentioned that she looks older. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think, personality-wise, she's going to be much more, uh, like, I don't know, down, kind of, like, down-to-earth, where, like, she understands... So, ooh. Uh, can't think of the word right now. Uh, like, she understands the human plight, mm. being a god. Yeah. All, all we really know about her is that she, I think, looks older. Uh, she was close to... What was her name? Uh, the person that Light Song slept with that he really respected. I can't remember her name. Slept with? He slept with? Yeah, he slept with that one girl. That one goddess a long time ago. The one that's dead, you know? Yeah. Uh -huh. the, 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 the last good one? Yeah. yeah, I forget her... I can't remember her name. I'm, like, blanking. <laughs> I think it's Calm something. Calm... Calm... Comseer? Oh, it might be Comseer, yeah. I think so. Um, but anyways, all we know is that, yeah, she she was close to Comseer and that she hates Light Song and she seems to 
really not be liking Blush Weaver right now. <laughs> watching, watching that be even or just understand that you know she doesn't uh, want to give away her fucking uh, yeah. She only doesn't want to give away her lifeless commands, and she's like not even talking to Blush Weaver anymore. She's like, no, I'm no. fucking done with you. <laughs> I mean, valid. Yeah, I was so. gonna say fair. Um. Yeah, so Light Song then uses the phrase absolute value, which causes both him and Blushweaver to pause. Uh, Blushweaver begins using the you oath, like she keeps saying it. Uh, like, mm -hmm. I don't have like the exact wording of it, yeah, she just keeps saying, for the for the love of you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Blushweaver suggests going back to her room as per usual, and so, uh, as like she usually does, and suggests that she is the goddess of lust instead of the goddess of honesty. Um, well, I mean, some people being honest to their, you know. Yeah, health. I think she says that. She's like, isn't yeah. Lush just being honest about, like, emotions or whatever? Yeah, um, about yourself, yeah. Like anyways, does Light Song's exactly. use of the phrase absolute value give you any new thoughts on his previous life? Mm, not really. Not that I can pick up on right now. They were both like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that just popped out of your mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's kind of more of a smart phrase. You don't really. Yeah. And he, he's like, I'm not a smart person. What the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> um, well, I mean, go ahead. When they say absolute value, I, all I think of is math. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so. more of like a, it's like a math type phrase. Mm -hmm. I don't know of any other context you would use it in. Actually. Well, I mean, the gods are absolutely not valued, so. <laughs> Definitely couldn't be about that. Yeah. Alright, so uh, Light Song then explains what he is doing with the pebbles. He's counting the number of priests who come through the gates wearing the colors of each god or goddess. Blush Warrior Steel seems concerned about Light Song and smiles as he notes Mercy Star's urn. Uh, as... Yeah, concerned about Light Song. And Light Song smiles as he notes Mercy Star's urn has one of the smallest piles of pebbles. He also notes that he's been counting for six hours. Uh, he says that likely the gods or goddesses with fewer pebbles have priests coming and going through different means, such as the tunnels. So yeah, what do you think about Light Song's yep. observations and theories here? Pretty valid. I mean, I like that he's actually trying to deduce how many priests and come in and all that. That's pretty. Uh, uh, it's a pretty what's the detective good idea. of him. Yeah, that's yeah, a detective thing. You can yeah. kind of tell who like who's using the tunnels potentially. Who's got shit going pretty on? Much. What do you think, Darkness? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out why. Why they're using it. Why they're using the tunnels? Yeah. Of coming like, coming they in normally. Yeah, they don't want to come in normally so people see them like kind of like what he's doing right now. He's clocking who's coming in. Yeah, but why would they want to hide tactic. Like, who do they think is watching? You, That's a good I question. mean, eh, possible, yeah. They, they think somebody's watching it, obviously. Or, you know, they're trying to keep it away from somebody. Ow, I stabbed myself. Who don't you trust? You stabbed you yourself stabbed with a pen. Yourself? Yeah, I'm okay. Jesus. It didn't actually, like, break the skin, but it hurt a lot. <laughs> Stab it back. <laughs> oh, I just, like, fidget with things. And I was fidgeting with a pen, and it stabbed my Yeah, hand. I have a fidget toy for that reason. <laughs> Um, My friends hate it. Uh, 
Now I've lost my train of thought. Um, All right. Didn't mean to make you lose your train of thought. No, it's, it's more me stabbing myself with the pen, pen that made me lose my train of thought. Um, That's some blood. Usually pain's supposed to make you actually remember things better. <laughs> right? I don't know. Uh, Light Song then pulls out a box which contains the lifeless squirrel. We learn that breaking lifeless commands has to do with breath and torture and can take weeks. The more skilled an awakener, the longer their lifeless commands will take to break. Why do you think you need to torture a lifeless even though they can't feel pain? Uh, honestly, I didn't even think about that until now. Um, it huh. can be, in my opinion, it can be like two different options. <laughs> they either do feel pain and people just don't like want to accept that. They don't show it. Like, yeah. yeah. Or they're doing the thing where like they like damage them enough where like they need a new breath. Mm. Right? And they just like take over using that new breath. Yeah, maybe you have to give them new commands when you give them the new breath type thing. Yeah. That might make sense. Where they have to like not kill the lifeless, but they have to like injure it enough that it needs the new breath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good that's a good uh idea for that. Assumption, yeah. Good hypothesis. Yeah. Um yeah, so then Light Song goes about on about how the tunnels would be perfect for a clandestine operation. And mm -hmm. Blush Weaver then says that surely he'd be noticed if that thing like that was happening, and Light Song states that he forgot he was such an idiot, and thanks her for reminding him. Uh, he, <laughs> he then asks Blush Weaver why he hates being a god, and why he undermines his own authority. Light Song states he was like this from day one, refusing to believe he was a god, and has acted accordingly since. He states that the past version of him is trying to get out and warning him that he isn't a god. What do you think mm -hmm. this says about the light song from before he became a returned? <gasps> it would make more sense that he's actually Adrian, actually. Mm -hmm. mm, you think it makes more sense that he's like not Halandrin type thing? Because he doesn't. I mean, not Halandrin. Uh, I meant Adrian. That he's actually. Yeah, that he is Adrian. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's what I meant when I said not Halandrin. Is that he's not from there? He doesn't believe in those gods. I mean, he doesn't, so. He doesn't believe <laughs> exactly. him himself, so. Interesting. What do you think, Mythic? I, exactly. I, I mean, I think he's Adrian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's an I, Adrian I, god, you know? I don't know about that, but I think he's, <laughs> I definitely think he's Adrian. He, I, think, I think most of these people probably came from the mini-war, and they were uh, probably the... Uh, oh my god. Yeah, Wait, they, they were probably oh. uh, whatever. I can't think of the word now. What if? What if they're all Adrian? All of the gods mm -hmm. are Adrian. Yeah. Interesting. And that's why they don't want them to remember and shit, you know. That'd be interesting. It would be. But why would the priest? Why would the priest know about that though? Maybe I mean, unless they're in on that whole from... conspiracy. I mean, Larimar definitely would know because he apparently knew uh, yep. Light Song from before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How he so would that mean that Larimar was Idrian? You think he wouldn't be a priest if he was Idrian? Or so. like, what if he was, he was involved in that many more thing? And then the only reason he like knows about Light Song is because he's he was there. Mm. Possible. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know? yeah. Um, he knows 
Light Song. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So then the chapter ends with Light Song stating he is going to go see All Mother. So hopefully yes. our next Light Song chapter will get to finally meet All Mother. Hopefully. Why did you just skip it? <laughs> uh, just like they skipped Vasher going into the tunnels. Yep. I'm so sad. We still don't know anything about that. Hopefully um, we figure that out at some point. But yeah. And then we don't get many Vasher chapters. Many Vasher POV chapters. No. Um, so then for our final chapter, we're back with Vivenna. And she has spent a week, apparently a week has gone by, and she spent a week living in the gutters. She had apparently sold yes. her hair on the second day for a very small amount of money. And the food hadn't filled her belly, and she didn't have enough food to regrow her hair to sell more of it. Uh, she also didn't know how to sell her breath, and was concerned Denth would be watching those places anyways. Uh, she tries to beg on the busy streets, but struggles, and she also struggles to think of Denth and his crew as terrible people she had learned them to be. She feels like her mind isn't working right. She also w- wonders what her father must think, his men vanishing mysteriously and Halandrin inching closer to declaring war. So yeah, what, what, what do you think about uh, what Vivenna's father must be thinking? He's, we kind of touched on it previously, but like his all his men he keeps sending out are dying without contacting him again. Halandrin is getting closer and closer to declaring war on them. He hasn't heard, I'm assuming, from either daughter. I don't think Ciri's allowed to contact her family. No, we kind of already stated that, or Susabon already stated that, that like she doesn't really have a connection to mm-hmm. the outside world. So. so yeah, so what do you think their family is potentially thinking at this point? probably that well i mean it depends on how many he sent like we don't know how many exactly he sent but those were recent apparently so yeah so he's he's sent at least two recently and mm-hmm. Dent kind of a, said that he's been like constantly getting rid of them so mm-hmm. i'm assuming so, I mean, at least he's still sending them so he still has some kind of a hope yeah he's obviously he's still alive. has a hope but yeah. we don't know yeah what if he gets the same rumors that uh Hollandrin people are getting about the princess in the uh streets Potentially, but at the same time, you think Denth might have gotten rid of all of his contacts in the city if he got rid of all the men coming as well. He doesn't want anything getting out, obviously, mm-hmm. to Idris. So he probably is pretty blind to what's happening. He doesn't. He probably doesn't know if his, like, if Aven is alive or not. But he still has hope. He sent more men. So he probably has enough information that Ciri's still alive because that would probably be well known because she's the queen. But Vivenna. You probably wouldn't get any information on. He's probably panicky, like Halarino. <laughs> He's like, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. Yeah. In multiple I, ways. I should have just sent Vivenna. Uh, yeah, if you just sent Vivenna, Siri might not have gone after her sister like that. Probably I not, think... because she was suppo- Vivenna was supposed to go. Yeah, and then, I like... think he's, panic- <laughs> he's, pa- he's panicking more in like, the, the war aspect. I think Falafel's the only one that actually cares. <laughs> Falafel. 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 I, I the only one that cares, Faffin. Faffin. I can't. Faffin. I... Faffin. Faffin. Yeah, they're Faffin. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so Vivenna then notes that there are soup kitchens in the city, so apparently they do try and take care of like the homeless people a little bit in Mandarin <gasps> and Tatalir. But uh Tonk Fa, she's seen I him know. waiting near them, so she's I not know. been able to even go to the soup kitchens for food. So yeah. like, what if hmm? What if like the Aegean King sent Mob in disguise into the soup kitchens? 
Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That'd be great. The conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. So I. So yeah. Vivenna is specifically like I mean, I starving more again, so. than most people on the streets because she can't even go to the soup kitchen. So she's like extra fucked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she also worries that Denth will have people watching the city gates, so she can't even leave to try and go back to Idris. But she says that she doesn't even know she would survive because she doesn't have supplies, and she can't save money for supplies, as she always has to spend her money on food because she's constantly starving. Um, and then a city guard comes up to her and tells her to move, because apparently there are rules for beggars uh, for where they can like beg and what times they can beg, but they're not explained, and Vivenna does not know them. Mm. It's just kind of like... You're told to move, you fucking move. Pretty much. Um, so what do you think Vivenna can do in this situation, considering Denth and Tonkfa are looking for her, and potentially Vasher? Well, I mean, at this point, I think Vasher's a better option. But... <laughs> That's what I was thinking while reading. I was like, just I mean, go she back. Even, even from her, well, even from her <laughs> perspective, I feel like Vasher's a better option, because Vasher didn't even attempt to kill her, and, like, left her alone. Didn't, or like, he didn't outwardly lie to her either he didn't even kill like one of her friends which yeah he's, the other he's straight did, up but... like i might kill you i might not i've i've kidnapped yeah, you like, he he's, yeah he hasn't stated he's anything he hasn't lied yeah. <laughs> exactly so he's a very good person somewhat <laughs> somewhat somewhat oh, man. he's a very good kidnapping Kid- kidnapping people isn't exactly so you guys think best. she should be looking for yeah. basher yeah, well, I think Vasher needs. I think the better option is if Vasher finds her. Not like I don't think she's. I don't think she would ever want to like look for him specifically. But to, I definitely think uh, he's a better option if he did find her. Yeah, to be fair, uh, it's uh, like a group of four trying to find her versus mm-hmm. like versus one one person. Yeah, yeah, and especially if they hate each other, they might, you might as well go with the like you know. Person who's mm-hmm. probably gonna, you know, <laughs> the enemy of your not... enemy is your friend. Yeah. yeah. Quick ally. Um. <laughs> yeah. So Vivenna ends up back in the Idrian uh, area and notes that her accent had given her a place there, even though she hadn't really been recognized. And she's too tired to keep begging, even though it's apparently like a, a really good time to be begging at the moment. Uh, so instead, she looks for a place to spend the night. And she was beginning to learn where the better alleyways were and who not to anger. Apparently everyone was above her in the pecking order. And apparently when she had first sold her hair, some of like this gang of uh, street urchins had beaten her up. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, so she, she's searching around. Her favorite alleyway is occupied by a group of men doing something illegal. And her second choice was crowded by the gang of urchins that had beaten her previously. So she avoids mm-hmm. them. And the third one was empty and beside a bakery, so apparently it gets like nice and warm in the morning when they're heating up the ovens. So she lays down and is asleep in moments. Um, so how do you think living on the streets like this is going to change Vivenna? Uh, probably make her more humble, and then maybe she'll take Vasher's uh, advice and start becoming an awakener. I don't think that was Vasher's advice. I think that was Dent's advice. No, 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 I meant like when Vasher tells oh, her that she's going to have to do so to survive also i like to take note that she did eat trash so she's definitely humbled oh yeah she's no longer wearing those pretty dresses you know she's struggle she's struggling she's on that struggle bus right now she's yep. poor 
She's starving. She's covered in dirt. She's sleeping in alleyways. She's been beaten. She's a drab. You can tell how unused to that. And I feel like this like, would be the best time to have uh, uh, Parlin in her life. Yeah. I feel like Parlin would be very good at this. We probably would have helped her just leave the skinny. He's like, we don't need supplies. I can fend for us out in the wild. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> would have been real good. I mean, if she had learned some things from him. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that was the final chapter. Uh, some of the overview questions were, uh, who do you think is going to find Vivenna first, Vasher or Denth? Or do you think Vivenna will figure uh, something else out and neither of them will find her? I think, uh, they're both going to find her at the same time. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yep. I think Vasher, or I think... I think it's going to be shown like um, Dent and them find her first, and then Vasher's going to show up and like you know fight them or something, mm. uh, and then kind of give her the ultimatum of like it's literally me or them. You need to choose like right now, and then hopefully she chooses Vasher because Vasher didn't kill her goddamn uh, friend. Yeah, I'm not sure she's going to be choosing Dent's team if she chooses yeah, anyone. Exactly. It's either going to be Vasher or no one. I do want to point out that one of the theories that I had was uh, Vasher would like put her in a situation where she would get forced to awaken. She, yeah, you, yep. you were right about that. You did, yeah. Mm -hmm. She I'm got so kidnapped proud of and she was forced to awaken a rope to escape. Also, I I definitely think Vasher's going to find her first. You think Vasher's yeah. going to find her first? Well, I mean, he's going to be pissed that she escaped, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure he's, like, I'm sure he's pissed. Yeah. Uh... And I think Nightblood's more pissed. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Think uh, she rejected him. Aww, oh yeah, Nightblood. that would be. That would be. That would be true. Yeah. He's like, why doesn't she like me? Everyone likes no. me. Everybody likes me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everybody likes me. So also, it's not like I kill people or anything. So I only kill evil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you? Oh. Ow. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, what do you think is going to happen when Lightsong visits Allmother? Get the heck out of my temple. I think it's going to begin like that, right? Mm -hmm. But then I think Lightsong is going to convince her to get like the commands. You think he's going to hey try and get Allmother's commands? Yeah, yeah. but I, I think he, if he does, he, I think he's going to keep it for himself. I don't think he's giving it to Blushweaver. No, there's no way. Mm. So Blushweaver would have his two own. and he would have two? Yeah, 50-50. Mm. And then, do you think Susabron is going to try and give a note to someone, and if so, who? I don't think so. His priest. <laughs> oh god. Siri would be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hi, priest. I am aware now. <laughs> Neutralities! Look, I can talk now! <laughs> Hey, Trelides, look at how good my handwriting is. And, by the, the way, I've been talking to Siri at night. He puts the little happy face symbol, like... <laughs> yeah. He uses, like, all sorts of, like, emotes and stuff in his writing. <laughs> draws, draws really cutesy faces at the end of every sentence. <laughs> There's, like, hearts on his eyes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, do you guys have any other thoughts or anything about these chapters? Maybe he'll try, well, maybe he'll actually try, um, 
contacting uh like the other gods. You think he's gonna Who? try? Zamasu's around? Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. <gasps> what if he sends a letter with Suki? I I mean, yeah. Possible, she... but I feel like Siri wouldn't want that to happen for the sole fact that like it kind of shows that she's talking to him. But yeah, but I mean, they give it to. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if I mean, like, he gives it to like Light Song? But who does? I mean, like aside from Light Song, I mean, because I don't even know if she really trusts Light Song with that though. Like he's the only one she kind of trusts outside of Sue. Yeah, but, like at this point, but, but, even, but even trusting him, she she didn't like straight up be like, hey. This is why I want the storyteller. It's true. She just yeah. said, hey, can you get a storyteller for me? And then in his presence was still trying to be very vague with her uh, questions and, like, you know, what story she wanted to hear. Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, he's the only one that's stepped up to, like, try and be friendly and help her. And if you're going to be in that situation, you're going to want to take a risk with, like, the safest option, which is... Well, here's him. the thing, right? You, you just said you would, like to, you would take a risk. I mean, in my opinion... The person with all the connections would be Blushweaver. If After she Blush called her like a slut. slut. But, but I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're go back onto the enemy of your enemy thing, you know? Like she is the enemy. <laughs> she's not. Maybe she's not. Though that's the thing. We've just found out that Dent, Tonkfa, and Jules aren't aren't allies. So like They're maybe working for the enemy potentially, or yeah, they are the enemy. Maybe. Both. Yeah. Here's another. Here's another wild ball theory. Oh. Right. Instead of instead of uh, uh, wow, Blushweaver, maybe they're taking orders from uh, Light Song. <laughs> Imagine if he has like split personalities. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, oh! I never, I never went back to like the Trellides thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trellides thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought like, what if they're like connected somewhere, and um, like the reason why Death went into the tunnel after Rashu was to try and contact Trelides because he's part of that thing. Hmm. It was a perfect opportunity, you know? Rashu was already going in. So, what if they're all in on it? Like, <laughs> Trelides and then uh, freaking Nev. They're all in on it? Mm. Interesting. So you think like Trelides, Dense Group, and sorry, who did you say was all in together? Yeah, Trelides and Dense Group. That's pretty much. Oh, yeah. so you think you think he's talking to Trelides? I think he might be. I okay, so he might not be like the top, like you know, like you know, mastermind planner or whatever. But I think he's like one of the reasons they're doing it. Mm. So you think like tr they're hired from Trelides? Yeah, I think so. Because mm. I might be uh, thinking this wrong, right? No. Who's, who's, like, refresh me what Trelides does? Trelides is Susebron's high priest who was apparently yeah. so, uh, poten potentially involved in cutting out Susebron's tongue. Yeah, so that would make sense. Like, why would he want, like, Vivenna to be around? And, like, more risks for, like, you know, Susebron. I mean, he's, and, like, he, I mean he's, so he seems to, like, barely want Siri to be around. <laughs> exactly. Anyone saying, like, it wouldn't make sense that he's trying to, like, <laughs> gatekeep everything. 
Yeah, it's definitely impossibility. No, I want to find. I want to find. Nothing's impossible. I want to find a battle with Bluefingers and uh, Chalubis. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if either of them are fighters. They're both like priest scribe <laughs> exactly. guys. It would be hilarious to watch them try to fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> They're like throwing scrolls and stuff at each other. <laughs> Interesting. They're bad mouthing each other. Breaking each other's glasses. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so that was episode 9 out of 13. We only got 4 more episodes left, guys. Oh, I know. Well, technically, me and Darkness only got one episode left. We better no. read this whole story. No. Yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> so, next week, you'll be reading chapters 40 through 44, another five chapters. Uh, what? That's. Is that not. I mean, tripping? Is that not 40 chapters? No, because it's 40, 41, 42, 43, 43 44. 40 and 44, 5. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. So it's I five chapters. Like yeah, yeah. You gotta you got yeah. count the zero one Dark, as well. Dark, 40. Darkness, darkness. Midnight might be short, but she's not short when she comes to math, okay? <laughs> I fucking hate math. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so we're reading another five chapters next time. It's very exciting. We're really Could getting into things. Super. And we what's should... the cliffhanger mm -hmm. theme? When's, when's the cliffhanger theme? Oh, when's yeah. the one where you have to read it? Yeah. Uh, read it might be next time. Oh my god. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh I was gonna I was gonna see if you guys forgot about that, but yeah, I'm after you guys read those no. five chapters at the end of next episode, I'm going to live read because it's like a one paragraph chapter. So I'm gonna live read <laughs> chapter forty five to you guys. It's a one paragraph It's literally chapter. a one paragraph chapter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm going to live read that chapter to you guys and get your live reactions to it because it's like the only one paragraph chapter. <laughs> it's where Siri dies. Maybe. We'll see. It's where the God King does. Maybe. We'll see. It's where Light Song does. Maybe. We'll see. It's where the Avengers show up. What? <laughs> 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 it's it's where the king of Idris shows up and slaughters everybody. Maybe it's a richer chapter. We get one paragraph of his point of view. <laughs> oh my god. He took over. He's it's actually... Like... He, the king hasn't even been alive the last like, <laughs> month. What if it's like, I just slaughtered my father. Where oh my sisters? gosh. Hey, 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 Darkness. What if what if it's instead of uh, Dent killing the people who were coming to like save Vivenna, they were actually coming to murder Vivenna. And like Dent actually... Saved her. Saved her. Oh my god. Unintentionally or intentionally? <laughs> Unintentionally, obviously, because she killed. They killed fucking Harlan. Yeah, like Harlan was actually working for Richard this whole time. <gasps> Even better. <gasps> a twist in a twist. Harlan was actually in love with Richard the whole time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he had to take Mavenna out now that there was a chance that him and her would be engaged. Oh, wait, and that's why, like, that's why they hate colors, because they hate the rainbow in, in Idris, which means, like, they're against, like, queer rights, which is why he slaughtered his father and then tried to kill Vivenna. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so that's that's what you guys are reading next time, is chapters 40 to 44. So hopefully you will enjoy that. All right, an hour before next podcast. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, like, you guys are just reading it the day of, just because you're like, I can't sit there on this. I can't sit here for a week. 
I'm so glad I, I did it this one because I would I, not be able to sit here for a week. I think I would have <laughs> cried that whole week if I, I think did. I would have read more. You can't. But yeah, we'll actually be done this book by the end of the month. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for this episode, and we'll talk again in a week for the next uh next chapters. Look forward Wait, to you it. You mean what, you mean you don't want to play with me on any other thing this whole week? Oh man. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be streaming other things this week. I'm just saying for the podcast for the podcast listeners. <laughs> we'll be back in a she week. Doesn't love you people. Oh my gosh. Bye. 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 Bye.